Welcome, welcome back. It's been a while. It hasn't been a while. It's been a while. I try to do these things twice a week. Some shit be happening. Uh, yeah, to a point. How's everybody doing? Hope you're all right. I'm all right. Just chilling. Before I go to this head gym, get my mind right, my body right. You know, I'm trying to get my fall body together, fall fine. I mean, my summer body, you know, it's all right, but my fall body is, that's where it's at. Especially considering, you know, the last post was about a last post podcast clip. The last selection, selection. <laughs> the last post was about working out and shit. But, you know, I'm, I'm working. I'm trying. I'm trying, people. Today, you know, I, I, this is one of the things I wrote down a while ago. I'm thinking about, I'm talking about success and what success means to to you and me and the world and everybody. Um, it's, it's, it's different views, and especially with me coming up on 35 this year. Yes, 35. It's crazy as fuck. I'm no longer early 30s. <laughs> I'm officially mid-30s at that point. <laughs> Lord. But yeah, you know, with that, I, I think about it a lot. Like, what is success? How do we measure it? Because, like, everybody's view is differently, right? And I can say I have friends on both sides of the spectrum. You know, where I have friends that's out here doing big things and working for these big-name Fortune 100, 100, Fortune 100 companies or on the big screen or on the small Like, I have friends doing it. But at the same time, and this is no shade at all, I got friends that really ain't doing much of nothing, still trying to figure it out, still trying to whatever. And I mean, I can say that and whoever is listening to this, they could be on one side of the spectrum and feel one way, but then really, you know, or be on the other side and feel another way. It's, it's funny how that works. Like success to me, and this is something I've lived by and I saw this kind of, I heard somebody quoted on Rap City can't remember who it was. I want to say it was like the Rockwell or somebody. But he said success is to him is basically having all your bills paid and still having money left over to do shit. And ever since I heard that shit, I was like, that's, that's true. That's real. I think that was. It was Rap City. It was somebody on Rap City. And it was real. And that's true. Like having all my bills paid. Because I just sent a rent check out today. <laughs> and it's late. But oh well. I figure having all your bills paid on time. Of course, on time. And still having a few dollars left over. You know, if I want to go somewhere, take a trip. Uh, go buy some sneakers. Uh, do something. You know, I, I still can do that. And it won't hurt me. You know? So, that's my view of success. And I've had a couple of wake-up calls. To let me know that I need to get my shit in order. I mean, one thing, obviously, you know, is the age situation. Because I am getting older. I'm not, oh, shit, I'm already old. I'm getting older. Um, there were three quotes. Three, three events. Three quotes. Three people. Three different individuals who kind of changed my whole mindset about shit. And one of them is probably going to be mad narcissistic <laughs> later on. But I don't give a fuck. One of them... First, I'll start with him, Kelvin. Kelvin said in a conversation, if you don't remember Kelvin, he was the one that felt like Cardi B's story was better than Scarface's, whatever. 
Kelvin said we was talking about going out one night, and he had a homeboy that was trying to go, but he was like, man, I can't go, man. I ain't got no money. I got to wait till such and such and, you know, all this other shit. And Kelvin said, you told me this out of his mouth, and it's kind of dope. He said, we too old to be living paycheck to paycheck. And I said, wow, that's, that kind of stuck with me. That let me know that I need to get my shit together. <laughs> that's one. Number two, my sister, she's 27. And she has two jobs. They're 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 cool for what she wanna do. She could be doing better, but that's that's her prerogative. And we had a conversation about money one day and she told me how much money she had saved up just in her account. Like she's like money is nothing type thing. And I'm just like shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna put her business out there, but just know that it's more than I got in my account. <laughs> and she working whatever. But then I'll, again all my sister does is work, and she don't buy nothing. She don't go nowhere. She don't do it. She just work, make money, stack it, and do that, and that's it. I'm not mad at that. The third is a friend of mine, Daniel. Daniel J. Dixon, DJ Novocaine, DJ Dan, Dan Glorious, <laughs> Dan Demand. He got engaged last year, and he invited me to the engagement. I couldn't make it. I had some other shit going on. I'm, I'm happy for him, but he invited me. And I saw the videos and all this shit. And I say that stuck out because for Dan to get engaged, that means I got to get my shit together. <laughs> it was low-key inspirational. Like, shit, this nigga. And I mean, granted, him and Mallory have been together for a little while. But, like, yo, that's so, wow. So it's kind of like a wake-up. So, again, back to the success thing. This weekend, I was actually at home. I went to visit, you know, some friends and do some things. And I just see the, the growth and the development. GD folks, I see that shit on my friends. And it's like, wow. Like my friend Joe, he got a crib, a nice crib. And he cares about his lawn work. <laughs> and they're doing so much work to the house. And I'm like, yo, this is, this is it. And I asked Joe to go do something. He talking about he broke. And I said, really, Joe, you ain't got no money? He's like, no, I didn't say I was poor. I said, I'm broke. Ah, got me there. <laughs> nice crib, big, decent house, beautiful. They got dogs all up in that through there. I mean, you know, they live humbly. They, uh, I don't, it's, it's crazy. My friend Clarence, he plays in two bands. And he got a family, and we was out hanging out. And I'm just like, yo, I just think about where we came from. And granted, you know, I'm from the Burbs. Uh, I will say that all day. <laughs> and I know my upbringing. I know my, my lineage. Like, there are things that I actually did not have to experience, thank God. And I pray I never have to experience. <laughs> and so it's like, I was taught, you know, to go out there and get it, period. And, you know, the thing about the millennial generation, I like to say first generation millennial, is that 80s baby. Is that we're 80s babies, so we still hold on to that. It's not just going to fall in your lap. You need to go out there and work for your shit and work and get it done and all this other shit. But at the same time, we are children of technology. So I remember being in elementary school and going to the library and playing computer games on the computer. They were actually learning games. I remember middle school and taking a keyboarding class. Not typing class, keyboarding class. Learning about Wirt and shit, W-E-R-T, Wirt and all that shit. You know, 
So kind of had that same type of upbringing amongst our friends. Then you get to college or high school or whatever. I'm not going to lie. I blew off high school like a motherfucker. I'm not going to say <laughs> what I graduated with, but just know that I had no business graduating. You know, then two years of junior college, first year, of course, I bullshitted. Second year, I realized I was still living with my father and had to get the fuck up out of there. I went to HBCU. You know, maybe one day I'll talk about HBCUs versus PWIs because that's a hot button issue. And, you know, it was cool. My mother says I had the best grades I've ever gotten ever. Yeah, I believe it. I had like a 3.2 GPA, but shit was easy. (laughs) Then I got to SIU, finally finished out. And so that was it for me. Like, I didn't want to go to grad school. I don't want to go to grad school. And so I still talk to people about that and, like, how they view it. And it's both sides. People be telling me, man, go to grad school. You need to do this. You need to do that. And then the people that do that shit, they be like, don't do that shit unless you really, 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 a whole bunch of reallys want to do that shit. Otherwise, it's going to be a waste of time, money, and energy. And then people be like, I mean, you know, it's good to have... Just in case. I mean, condoms are good to have just in case, but, you know, raw sex just has a way of... Wrong topic. You know, it's, it's something to think about. <laughs> something to make yourself better. But, I mean, it's a lot of things. So then, like I said, I have friends in certain positions that I see, and they do have secondary degrees, and a few of them don't. And again, another friend of mine I hadn't seen in a while when I was home, he said... um. After a while, it just becomes experience, and that's true. Like, what have you dealt with? Because you think about these these applications and these interviews and these questions and shit, and they'd be like, how many years' experience do you have? That's all it is, you know, as opposed to, well, I have all these degrees. Well, all those degrees going to keep you warm at night? Yeah, no, that type of shit. <laughs> so I remember seeing this meme, and the shit said, um, one of the fun things that we do these days is seeing our friends do things and try to figure out how they pay for that shit. <laughs> it is, it's some of the variation of that. And it's true because I'll be looking at shit and I'll be like, dang, these niggas is doing this. What the fuck is going on? But then at the same time, I know people that look at me like that. <laughs> Torrance, you got this, you got that. And I'll be like, man, I'm chilling. I, I'm I'm just as crummy as the rest of them. I don't want to claim broke, and I damn sure don't want to claim poor, but I try to do what I can do. I mean, am I successful? Depends on whose scale. I mean, let's look at it. 34, no kids, own crib, car, job. That's what it used to be, you know, it. In Atlanta, straight, <laughs> you know, that, that would be it. These days, 401k, debt-free, uh, what is your goals, your visions, and all that shit? Like, I, I mean, I have my, 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 what is that? My credit score is, I know it's about over 700, I think. Either high 60s, over low 700s. I, I guess that's decent. Uh, I have a 401k, and it looks pretty, pretty good. Um, my job is stable enough. I mean, I would like to be doing something else, but, hey, I, I love the company. Um, I'm well-traveled. I have a passport. <laughs> I've seen the world. You know, my resume, as far as, I guess, making me quote-unquote appealing would be, it is, is attractive to a point, you know? But I mean, like, what again, how do we measure success? What, what does success mean 
to to you, the listener. Like, think about that. What is successful? How are you successful? Are you successful? What do you need to do to be successful? I mean, shit. One of my homeboys told me when I visited the crib one time, he's like, Torrance, you made it. I was like, what you mean I made it? He's like, bro, you got out. Got out? Yeah, you left Aurora, man. You, you, you in Atlanta, you kicking it. I'm like, is that all it takes, leaving a crib? And I mean, to some extent, I've heard that argument before, like not going home. But then my other homeboy, he was like, dog, Torrance lucked out. Because if his parents were still here, that nigga would still be us to, here with us too. But they moved, and so he moved. First of all, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Secondly, I don't care how much truth is in that statement. Fuck you, nigga. But I've always had aspirations. I've always had, you know, that big, fr- big fish mentality. Like, Aurora's cool, but when I be going back home, I be like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> like, I just go home for social shit. And honestly, when I do go home, I don't even be home for real that much. And niggas notice that and they hate it. And I'm sorry, but shit, come to Atlanta. I'm always up there. Well, I used to be. Come to Atlanta, goddammit, hell. <clears throat> sorry. Just had a little moment there. So, yeah, um, success, your, your success took a shot, you know. I, I just think about that. What is success? What does that mean? What would, I mean, how many dollars do you have to have behind your name to be successful? How much experience do you have to have? You know, how many scars do you have to obtain? How many, how many lashes? You know, how much, what, what, what exactly equates to success for people? I mean, like I said, that's, that's my view. That's how I see it. But that's financial success. I mean, what other type of success is it in my life? <laughs> Shit like that. I've lived a pretty, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say lived because, you know, I don't, I don't hope and forbid, you know, I <laughs> lead this earth soon. But I mean, you know, I'm living a decent life. You know, I'm, I have a few stories that I can tell and I'm entertaining to a, a, a few people. But just, you know, it's one of them things. Think about, it's crazy. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. I gotta stop saying it's crazy. Just something to think about like shit. What is success? That's my definition. Now, again, that's what I felt like. You may disagree. You may have your own view. But again, that's my definition. Like, I'm curious. So, if you're out there, you're making money, you're paying your bills, you're saving shit, you're doing it like that, you're living, you're living your life, hey, man, and you're doing better than you were yesterday or five years ago, ten years ago, hey, man, you're obviously doing something right. Keep doing what you're doing. The, the, the outlook is always positive. And, yeah, just uh, all that. Word.